Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth checking out. This week is a continuation of not last week, but the week prior of headphones. Uh, this is a really big topic, and I wanted to make sure that I got it mostly right uh, after asking a few people that I know, just to verify what I thought as well. I really hope you guys liked last week's episode. It was a lot of fun to record. And so without further ado, let's get started. The winner for here for for my personal my personal preference uh, are two counts. So one, if you're looking for like mobile mobile headphones that you can wear with your and connect to your like phone or uh, tablet or computer or what have you, it's going to be the Sony headphones. There, I saved you from listening through the entire episode to figure out which one I was going to tell you is the best. But I want to like go over like why that is, but also get into certain gaming type headphones if you're looking into that as well, because those are also over ear. So I want to start there with gaming headphones, because for me, this this was an experience that I have, you know, firsthand knowledge in. So when I first started gaming on PlayStation, I had a level one headset from GameStop. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the level one headphones, uh, let me describe them to you. They have a plastic microphone that you pull down and you can put it up and that will mute you. And it has one earpiece uh, and then half a headband. So it's like you only have a mic on one side of your face and you can only hear on one side of your face. And that's it. Uh, they are not very good and they plug directly into your DualShock controller. Again, this is all this is PlayStation based, but I can assure you those work just fine with Xbox. Now, what are the downsides you might ask to a cheap headset like that? So one, you have all the noise coming in from around the room straight into your other ear. There is nothing, there is no like barrier to entry when it comes to sound. They just go straight into your ear because there's nothing covering it. Uh, on top of this, kind of the piece that goes over your ear is a very, very, very thin foam type. And so it's very porous. So lots of sound can just go straight into them. And then you have the pull down mic, which has no real adjustment. It is up and then it's down. And then that is it. And so your voice comes out a little more distant and also, if you have like a deep voice, your voice is going to come out much more higher pitched. Um, not to sound like you're super squeaky, but it just won't pick up the, the deep resonant of your voice, right? So that was my first experience. And I believe you can get those for between 15 and 20 bucks. And they are exactly what you pay for. But the worst part about it is, is you lose a lot of the elements when it comes to gaming. So for me, I play a lot of competitive type games. So I play uh, or used to play a lot of Call of Duty. And so you want to know where your enemy is. With a good pair of headphones, you can hear footsteps. You can hear gunshots and kind of orient yourself on the map because that's what the game developers have in the game. They spend a lot of time when it comes to audio, visual, and, and directional sounds so that you know exactly where you're looking and where the sounds are coming from. However, when you have a very cheap headset, you don't hear any of that. I never, ever, ever 
heard footsteps. And I, my first console that I ever owned for myself, that I bought myself was a PlayStation 4. And so going on seven years, almost, yeah, seven years now, um, I can't wait for the PS5, but that's that's a whole other conversation. The, the level one headset really hampered me as far as like gaming is concerned. But I adjusted because it's what I could afford. I couldn't really do much else. And I did I did fine. But again, like those are very cheap headphones. And you don't really want to get those unless, you know, you're uh, getting your kid a, like their first headset. You're worried about, you know, being able to get a hold of somebody if they're like really in depth and the noise is really loud and you don't know how to adjust the volume and stuff. So like as far as like a first gaming headset, it's fine. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but again like this is the over ear headphones and those do go over your ear one ear so the second pair of headphones that i owned when i was able to step up i got the playstation platinum headphones now i have <laughs> i have talked about these headphones a lot off podcasts like not on air and not very good reviews for me again it's dependent on you know what you like and what you feel the downside to these headphones, right? They, they come from PlayStation. So the positives, right? The, you don't have to worry about them, you know, working with your console, right? You know, they're made by PlayStation for PlayStation. It's the same reason why AirPods work with Apple iPhones because they're all Apple. They're supposed to work together. So PlayStation came out with their headphones and these are supposed to be their ultra premium headphones. They do fit comfortably. They have an adjustable strap. They have two earpieces that go over both of your ears, and you're able to adjust everything with buttons on the uh, on the side. Again, they sync really quickly, so you don't have to really worry about you know setting everything up. Um, now, for these, the microphone is in the headpiece, so it is not a pull-down microphone. And herein lies my problem with them. So when it comes to sound. You need to know a little bit about this uh, in order to move forward, right? So let's take, for example, the microphone that I'm recording on right now. This is a Blue Yeti microphone. It is not the most amazing sounding microphone, and it's not what most podcasters set off to get when they're looking for like a decent recording setup. But I like it, and I'm able to adjust things on the fly to make it sound as best as I can. On the back of this microphone, it has four different settings. And these are just to direct where the microphone is turned on and where it's picking up sound from. The sound that I have looks like a heart. If you picture a heart in your head, it's basically what it looks like. This is the cardioid setting. And it basically means that when you're going from the sides down where they point, right? The sides down, that's not where it's picking up sound from. It's all flat. That's not where the voice is coming in at. At the very top, at the curve, that's where the sound is coming in, and that's what you want for podcasting. That way you're not picking up sounds from all around the room. It's just direct in front of you. That's what you want. And this is why pull-down microphones are so great. It's because when you pull them down, you can put them directly in front of your mouth, and that is the sound that they will pick up. They will pick out sounds, some that are around the room that are allowed, because, of course, it's a microphone. It's not going to not pick up all those sounds. These aren't perfect. But you can basically control what input you're having and they're not ultra sensitive so they're not going to be picking up things that happen upstairs or outside or you know downstairs or what have you they're going to do their best picking up the sound that is directly in front of the mouthpiece playstation platinum headphones are not like this unfortunately they are more of a 
four-way microphone setting. So on my microphone, I have a setting that is one big circle. And that basically just means that it will pick up sound from everywhere. So all around the room, that's where it's gonna pick up sound from. Now, if you're recording in a room and you have, let's say, multiple people speaking into this, then that's gonna be just fine, right? Because you're gonna be able to pick up all of their voices at an equal level and you don't have to worry about getting four different setups. It's a very easy setup for early podcasters to, to use. However, it is not good to put that kind of a microphone in a gaming headset. And here's why. That, that microphone is up in the piece that covers your ear. So if you picture any over-ear headphones that come to mind, right? That cup that goes over your ear, imagine if there's like a, a microphone inside that. You have no ability to move it up or down. You can control it with the buttons and using the settings via PlayStation. That's it. So when it comes to sound, those have to be much more sensitive to the room sound, right? They have to be able to pick up your voice down by your mouth because the microphone is up by the ear. So they're going to pick up everything. They will pick up room sounds, upstairs sounds, downstairs sounds. They'll pick up traffic. They will pick out everything. Now, some people like the way these feel, and that's kind of why they're okay with them. Again, they also are looking for ease of use. So again, you don't have to worry about special settings or how you're going to hook up things or making sure that you move your settings from PC to PlayStation or Xbox, however you have your setup. But again, when it comes to the microphone, you want to be able to control what input you have. And for these, unfortunately, you don't really have that kind of control. You can somewhat turn the sensitivity of the microphone down, but it's not going to change what type of microphone that is. And it's an all directional microphone. So it's going to pick up everything. And so it's fine for you because you're getting the best sound you could possibly get in your ears. The downside is that the gamers that you're going to be playing with are going to hear everything in your entire neighborhood and outside coming in through that microphone. Also, you can have some type of echo when it comes to this, and that again is based upon the type of microphone that you have. Unfortunately, there's nothing really you can do, and I assume that PlayStation will be coming out with new headphones, hopefully ones that will correct this in later editions. Especially with the PS5 coming out, I assume they're going to have a new Bluetooth chip in them, so they'll be able to sync a lot better. Again, not something I would recommend to somebody, but for someone looking for something that's going to sync with their system and for a decent feel, they're not a bad way to go. Now, you're probably wondering, what headphones do you have, Steven? And my answer is not exactly a cheap option, and it's because I went through multiple headphones before I landed on these. It was a time where I had a little extra that I could shell out and I wanted to get headphones that I knew were gonna last me a good while and ones that I could use no matter where I was going, whether it's gonna be for PC or PlayStation. So for me, I bought myself a pair of Astros. Now, Astro is known for gaming headsets. They recently came out with a controller, but I don't really care about that. Um, but for my headset, I have the A50s, but I have the previous gen A50s. Now, I will have links for all the headphones that I talk about in the show notes, so you can go check them out. But my Astro A50s are blue and black, 
and therefore PlayStation 4 and PC. These run you about 350 though again, they just came out with a new gen that are completely black, and I'm pretty sure that mine are knocked off and cheaper. But regardless, these are not a cheap headset. Now again, I started with level 1 headphones, then I got A40s, I think, and the downside to the A40s for me was that they came with like a base station. And basically you could control all the audio levels of everything through that station. And for me, that is way too much control for somebody that has no idea what they're doing. I want the input to come in and I want to like hear good sound. And then I want my voice to go out and I want people to hear my voice. That is all I want. But I also want to know that I have a really good headset that is wireless. This is another preference. This is something that, again, you will need to look into and decide for yourself if something like my headphones is good for you or something like A30s are going to be good for you or A40s, depending on what type you get, because some headsets have an auxiliary output. So you can put in a cord and then plug that into your controller, and then your sound will be much better. That's because that's basically what that port is for. Mine are Bluetooth. I wanted them to be Bluetooth. And that's because I want to be able to walk around and do all the things when I do stuff. Also, my controllers have Bluetooth. I don't want a wired controller. I know the input lag is there, and I know my movements are going to be a little slower. But I'm willing to make that trade-off for the ease of use, for the freedom, right? And so I think that's why a lot of people choose the Bluetooth option. Now, my A50 is, again, not cheap. They are a... A Bluetooth headset, they have, you know, earpieces on both sides. They also have a, like a foam, but it's much more thick than the level ones that I was referencing earlier. They go over my entire ear, whereas the level ones, though they did go over my ear, they felt more like on-ear headphones. And this is a really good segue to two headphones that I want to make sure that I address here that I don't like at all. One is on-ear headphones. Now, anyone that can remember uh, like the early Sony Walkman days, you had these plastic foam headphones that went over your ear. It was like a big plastic, and then you had like these little foam discs that went on your ears. And those big circles just pressed on your ears. Those are on-ear headphones. And they're also the only headphones that Apple sells right now that through their uh, Beats line, which they acquired years ago. But they also are on-ear. They do have over-ear, but again, they're Beats. And so we'll get into Beats a little later. Eh, let's just do it now. So Beats, right? Beats are very well-known headphones. You see them in tons of commercials, or at least you used to. I don't really see them in commercials anymore, but that's probably because I don't watch TV. Beats headphones very, very strongly favor bass. Bass is those very deep sounds, the lows, and that's what they're for. But when it comes to the mids and the highs, they start to fall apart. They basically break down and you don't get that rich clarity that you will in some of the other headphones that I'm going to talk about. Unfortunately, they are marketed very high. A, that's because that's what Beats were back in the day. They were supposed to be like the primetime headphones that you would get. 
but now they're owned by Apple, and Apple is just going to jack up the price because people buy them. But, side tangent, uh, rumor is that there are going to be some over-ear headphones released sometime this year by Apple, and personally, I really hope they call them HeadPods, because I think that would be hilarious. But, I digress. So, on-ear headphones aren't what you want. Again, there's no physical barrier to the sound. You can say, oh, well, yeah, they're pressing against your ear. Won't sound be blocked that way? I mean, yeah, kind of, but not really. Now, another pair is something like what was just released is the new line in the Powerbeats headphones line, which, again, is by Apple, but they hook over your ear, and then there's this wire that travels between the two. I kind of addressed this last time, and I'll do it again here. Those are not wireless headphones. They don't count. There's a wire. It does nothing. It just connects the two so you don't lose them. But it doesn't do anything. That's it. You can just get wired headphones and you'll be just fine. But these keep that wire. Now, whether it's because some people prefer them in the gym, I will never know. Because for me, as somebody that is an avid lifter, I want fully wireless headphones at the gym. I don't want to deal with something resting on my neck just sitting there bothering me over and over. I want to lift and I want no wires. So the reason that these are still around, I assume, is because some people still are buying them and really like them. But there's the Powerbeats Pro you could look into getting. And those are way better. But anyways, those are two different types of headphones that I don't consider over-ear, despite the fact that they there could be an argument for either one of them. So... The Astro headset for me was huge. Again, they also have a pull-down microphone. There's a base station where I can adjust some stuff uh, via an app in the, in the software where I can actually go onto my computer and play with all the settings that I want to when I feel like doing that. But the default settings are perfectly fine as is. Setting up is really easy, and again, the Astro line isn't just the A50s, which is their like best brand. They have A10s all the way up to A50s. So you can figure out which level you're okay with. And also you'll know that these are headphones that have been marketed to gamers for years. So you know that they're gonna be solid and they're gonna work with whatever system that you have. The downside is that as you go up, again, the price is gonna increase because the sound quality and the complexity of the product is gonna increase as well. Next is going to be the headphones that a good buddy of mine uses, and he prefers them. They're called the V-Moda Crossfade M100s. Again, just a solid, solid name. It's just like Sony. It's just like that. It takes too long to say. However, quality-wise, they beat, they just crush the Astros. And these, again, are for gaming. Uh, V-Moda have... An incredible lineup, and I didn't realize that they have Astros beat in two categories. One in sound quality, and two in price. They're actually cheaper by about 100 bucks than the Astros. Now, I think these ones are their past gen, because I know he was saying that he needed to upgrade soon. And so we had a long conversation on like what he's looking for in headphones and stuff like that. But again, it all comes down to what you prefer. But these ones, from like the drivers that they use to the, the sound that they pick up, I think that they said that they were at, <laughs> it was like negative 45 to 20,000 
is the the hearse that they pick up which is just bananas but again like these ones are they they're way better than astros i think astros is what i chose because i was able to get them at gamestop so it sounds lazy and it's because it is I needed headphones that night, but if I had had some time, I actually probably would have gotten these, and uh, if he ever listens to this, he'll never let me live it down. So now moving on from gaming to regular over-ear headphones, you know, like where are we going, right? So as I said at the very beginning, it's the Sony headphones. Now, before this, what, what were around, you, you know, Bose is probably best known as far as like noise canceling headphones are concerned. But for me, I never really liked the way that Bose sounded. It's really hard to convey why I was never a fan. I had both in-ear headphones for my first deployment in 2011 and I used the their in-earbuds at the time and I mega hated them they had this little white hook that went around your ears and I just I didn't like that at all and I still to this day do not uh, like those as far as their sound quality, I feel like, has gone down over the years. I'm going to try and link the front-end tech episode uh, with a timestamp in the show notes where my friend Jesse talks about Bose's, like, where they started and then where they are today and why he doesn't like them. And I'm kind of on the same wavelength, and I don't want to repeat myself. He also has uh, way better insight than I do as far as Bose. So I've kind of steered clear away from their stuff for a long time. Uh, now... Are Sony headphones, you know, cheap? No, no, they're not cheap. They're still pretty expensive. But with them, they have gotten probably the best reviews around. And that's why, is because they sound so dang good. Now, this episode is, you know, recorded, you know, now. So it will release on March 23rd. But rumor is that Apple is developing what I am going to call head pods, which I sincerely hope this is what they're going to call them, but they're definitely not. Now, why would Apple decide to put out head pods or whatever their over-ear phones are is because they have they have Beats, but now they have AirPods. They have their own headphone lineup. And what they want to do is they want to move away from Beats as being their over-ear, you know, sub-brand and instead move to their own brand where they can focus on audio quality and focus on having those sync directly with Apple stuff and activate Siri and all that other stuff. And now you can do that with like the Power Beats and the Power Beats Pro. But again, like that's a Beats lineup. It's not Apple centric. When you think Beats, you don't think Apple. You think Beats and Dre, but you don't ever think, oh man, yeah, Apple owns those unless you're really invested in the tech world. So I really look forward to those coming out, seeing what they are priced at and stuff like that. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think the overall winner is the Sony headphones um, by a mile. And then after that, it really comes down to what you uh, think are best for you. It's also great because these, unlike in earbuds, you don't really have to change the size of the earbuds because the cups are basically universal, but you can also get different sizes for those as well. Uh, the only thing you really have to worry about is you know, the headband and how far down everything is. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this one and I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.